0: Welcome to the Arena Church podcast. We have Good evening everyone. It's uh, great to come to you to through video tonight. Uh, I'm really excited just to share with you over these next few moments. Um, I'm just going to speak on a topic, on, on something that's uh, really uh, close to my heart, something that I'm, I'm really passionate about and I'm just praying and believing with you, you know that God will just speak to us in these next few moments uh, as I share. Uh, I'm just going to read, um, before we go into anything else, I'm just going to read straight from uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verses 1 to 5. Uh, so I'd encourage you, if you've got them with you, just to open up your Bibles and we'll uh, read it together. This is Paul writing. It says, Follow the way of love and eagerly desire gifts of the Spirit. Especially prophecy. For anyone who speaks in a tongue does not speak to people, but to God. Indeed, no one understands them. They utter mysteries by the Spirit. But the one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. Anyone who speaks in a tongue edifies themselves, but the one who prophesies edifies the church. I would like every one of you to speak in tongues, but I would rather have you prophesy. The one who prophesies is greater than the one who speaks in tongues, unless someone interprets, so that the church may be edified. And I just want to fast forward a a few more verses later on, just going to uh, the same chapter, but verse 39, which says, Therefore, my brothers and sisters, be eager to prophesy and do not forbid speaking in tongues. So the title of my message uh, for this evening is, are you even listening? Are you even listening? Now, just a, a bit of a background to this passage that we've just read together. This is a a letter from Paul to the Corinthian church. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, issues addressed in this letter. Um, I think probably the main purpose of the letter is to uh, address some pastoral issues in the church, to bring some, some order. But one important thing to know is that actually before chapter 14, in chapter 12, um, Paul actually lists, um, he, he gives a list of uh, spiritual gifts. Um, and, and some of the examples that he gives, the the word of wisdom, word of knowledge, gift of faith, gift of healing, miraculous powers, prophecy, distinguishing between spirits, tongues, interpretations uh, of tongues. Now, uh, don't worry. I'm I'm not going to speak about all those uh, gifts tonight. We'd be here forever, Um, but it's just to say, you know, just to give a bit of background. Because when we get to chapter fourteen, the verses that we just read in that first verse, he says, "Follow the way of love and eagerly desire gifts of the Spirit." You know, as an example, though that list that he gave uh, earlier on. But what he says is especially prophecy. So out of that list of, of gifts, he, he singles one gift out um, to, to specially desire. And then in verse 39 he says, be eager to prophesy. So he's very keen on this. But you might be saying to me, you know, Nathan, that you know, that's good and you know, great. You know, he's he's telling us to to, to desire the gift of prophecy. But you say, well, you know, what is the gift of prophecy? What what really is it? And you know, uh, there are Lots of books you can read on this topic. You can hear people speak for hours and hours. Uh, there is a lot of material around this and all of that is really good. But uh, what I would say is, is, I think sometimes we just need to get back to the basics and not overcomplicate it. So what I would say is, is that prophecy um, is, is basically just simply hearing something from God, a message from God to pass on to other people. Uh, And actually in this passage that we read together, we can see um, the the purpose of prophecy, uh, which is summed up, and I'll paraphrase it in in verse 3. The three purposes are to stir up, build up, and cheer up. I'm going to say that again. To stir up, build up, and cheer up. That's the purpose of prophecy. And you know what? Sometimes I go up and I think about my own life and... You know, I think it's something for us to ponder about as as Christians in in our own journey. I I think about times in the past and I wonder how many times have I missed out on what God wanted to say to me because I was too focused on my list of things that I wanted to bring to God when God is actually just standing there and he's, He's asking the question, Are you even listening? Are you even listening? And you know, in this year of presence that we're going through as a church, I I really believe and I'm I'm really passionate and believing that God wants to speak to us deeper and and more meaningful than we've ever experienced before. That God wants to whisper stuff into our heart. That God wants to give us new visions and dreams and help us to dream again. And God wants us to to speak to us in a way that we've never experienced before. So I'm just going to share a bit. Uh, around this, and hopefully to encourage you, but I just want to share a bit of my story and, and my journey because I really feel that god 's kind of taken me on, on, on a journey with uh, with prophecy and uh, One thing you need to know uh, about me and my story is that um, I am a, a pastor 's kid, you know for sure, they call it PK. Uh, my mum and dad are uh, pastors in Birmingham, and. Uh, you know, when I was growing up, I was a pastors' kid as well, and I've got one older brother whose name is Philip, and um, me. Uh, you know, so we've both got Bible names, Philip and Nathan. And what you need to know is that often when we went to conferences and to to leaders' meetings and and, and saw other Christians, there was almost like this routine that my mom and dad would go through, like every time. Like it was just really crazy and what would happen is, is that, you know, they would introduce us to these people and they'd say, oh yeah, this is, uh, this is Philip, uh, our eldest son, and this is Nathan, our youngest son. So actually we've got, yeah, Philip the evangelist and Nathan the prophet. And then they wouldn't leave it there. They would go, well, actually his middle name is Daniel. So we've got Nathan Daniel, a double prophet and be like, whoa, no pressure, mom and dad. Like this would happen like time and time again and Look, uh, you know, not not that I was scarred by it or anything like that, but, you know, I I guess as I was growing up, maybe subconsciously or, you know, these sort of things, these thoughts came to my head that maybe I would grow up and uh, God would use me in this way with prophecy. And, you know, I had a a few kind of words spoken over me as as a young child and as I was growing up. And I guess just to say, you know, in all of that, I had this expectation that one day, you know, God would just change something in me, and I'd I'd become completely different. So, like, I thought that maybe one day I would get out of bed and I would like jump out of bed, and I would like have this cape on, like, on my back, and I would stand up. I would be like Nathan Daniel Butcher, Super Prophet, and I would just go off and like prophesying and like ministering to people. And I thought that was what was going to happen, but it never happened. You know, life just went on, and you know uh, it comes to this moment that I uh, I found. You know, as we fast forward, and I studied at Bible College, and this is probably about ten years ago now. And it was actually my second year at Bible College that I was sitting in a lecture, and um, the the lecture series was about the Holy Spirit, and this one specific lecture was about prophecy. And uh, the lecturer actually opened up the passage that we read. He, he read verse 1. He said, you know, follow the way of love and eagerly desire gifts of the Spirit, especially prophecy. And his encouragement was, uh, in that moment, was really refreshing to me. Something that I'd not heard before. He said, he said, you know, all of us should desire the gift of prophecy. And he actually gave the challenge to us. He said, you know, if you want this gift, all you need to do is just... Ask God. You just need to pray to God and ask God for the gift and He will give it to you. So I thought, wow, you know, that, that sounds really simple. I'm going to give it a go. So, you know, at the end of that lecture, I, I prayed. I opened my heart to God. I said, God, look, if it's your will for me, I, I just really want this gift. I, I, want to, I want to prophesy. I want to hear your voice like I've not heard, heard it before. And what happened from there is that I. I actually went on a mission trip to Northern Ireland the, the next week and I actually found that God had used me in a way that I'd never experienced before. And I, all, and I draw it back to that moment where I simply just prayed to God. See, I'm nothing special, but I believe that that prayer was a, a springboard onto something that God did further in me. So I've just got three quick points that I want to share with you on Hearing God's voice and prophecy. So point number one, you've got to ask for the gift. I've already shared about this, but God wants to give us good gifts. It's open for everyone. It's not just for a select group of people. It's not just for pastors or you know, people who, who speak on stage or people who have been Christians for so many years. No, it's open for everyone. Matthew chapter 7, Jesus speaks about how the Father Wants to give us good gifts. He says in that chapter, he says, look, if your earthly father knows how to give you good gifts, then how much more does your heavenly father know and want to give you good gifts? And he encourages us in three things. He says, we should ask, seek and knock. So I'd encourage you in that. Ask, seek and knock. Point number two, we've got to step out in faith. And I think this is where I was going wrong maybe in my, my previous uh, journey and what I didn't understand because a lot of the time God is waiting for, for people who have an, a steady ear open for him. He's not going to force his voice upon you. I really believe that God is waiting for a people who will humble themselves, who are ready and listening to him and listening for his voice. You see, God's not going to vo- force you to sit down to open up your ear, to be silent and then to stand up and he's not going to move your mouth to share something with someone. No, you've got to literally take a step of faith. You've got to uh, uh, believe and and, and make that step yourself. You might be saying to me, well, Nathan, that's all good. Yeah, I, I can step out in faith. But how do you actually do this? How do you actually hear from God? How do you practically step out in faith? How do you do this? So I've just got a few practical points that just to share with you on how to step out in faith. Um, so the first practical point is before anything else, you've got to read your Bible. You know, uh, you can't expect you know, God to, to speak to you if you don't have a devotional life with him. You know, the, the Bible is so, so powerful You know, the Bible is the primary way that God reveals himself to us. It's the primary way that God speaks to us. It's our measuring stick. You know, if you don't know the Bible, I'm going to say that it's probably going to make it more difficult for you to know when God's speaking to you. So you've got to get into the Bible. Next, I would say, uh, I'd encourage you just to quiet yourself. Make sure sure you spend some time listening to God. You know, uh, just be still, ask him to say something to you. Don't be focused on that list of things. And then, you know, have moments throughout your day where you're just acknowledging God, where you're saying, God, is this something you want to say to me in this moment? And then also, I would say, you've got to be open to different ways that God might want to communicate to you. There's different ways that he shares messages. So, you know, he might give you a picture. So an example is uh, one, one moment I had is that I had a picture of a sword um, relating to a message to someone, and I had this picture, and I shared this picture, and I, I kind of explained what I felt it means. So, God might give you a picture, it might also give you a message for someone, like something to encourage someone on their journey. You know, it can be something really specific, or it can be something really general. So, an example like, I've had messages where I felt like God was saying to someone, like, just to tell them that God loves them and that God has a plan for their life. You know, something really general, but something helpful. But then again, I've had messages that were really specific. So there was this one moment where uh, I felt that God was actually saying to this, this lady that, um, that she was seeking for a partner, but actually God would give her a partner in a year's time. You know, something really, really specific. So God can do you know, both those things. And then also, you know, God can speak in dreams. We can see in the Bible, you know, uh, God spoke to Joseph through, through dreams. Uh, and, and wildly enough, I actually had a, a dream a, a few months ago. And, you know, just to give a bit of background, I, I've been doing this project at work for a, a few months. And um, it's a really big project, a, a big piece of work. And one night, uh, this project is basically on a spreadsheet with lots of tabs um, and I had this dream about a tab on the spreadsheet that I hadn't created. And I woke up and I had this picture of this tab in my head um, really clearly. And I, I went on that day and I actually added that to, to the project. And it's actually been one of the like, most celebrated parts of the project. And, and I actually believe that it was God speaking to me in that, in that, that moment. So God can speak to us in different, different ways. And just the, the final tip that I've got to share with you in, in stepping out to be bold is, is that we need to be bold to step out but we need to make sure that we don't overstep the mark. You know, we don't need to make it weird. We don't need to approach someone and say, thus saith the Lord or approach someone and, and make ourselves the authority and be like, oh yeah, God has definitely said this to you. No, that's not the way to do it. Look, I'd encourage you, you know, just to approach someone sensitively, humbly, and just say, look, I, I really sense that, that God uh, might be saying this to you in this moment, and I'd encourage you just to take it away and pray about it. You know, you don't need to make a big thing about it, um, but that's the best way that I would encourage you to, uh, to share the word. Just leave it with the person, and then they can... Uh, take it further on forward so I've had uh, the first point ask for the gift the second point step out in faith and then the third last point is you've got to stir it up you've got to stir up the gift 2 Timothy 1 verse 6 says for this reason I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of hands So you've got to keep on practising, you've got to keep on stirring it up, you've got to keep on coming to God, believing that God will do something special in your heart. You know, not, not resting on your laurels, but keep on coming to God with faith, believing that he will say something. And just to say in that, I really believe the more you practice it, the more you exercise it, the better you'll become. And just in conclusion, you know, I just want to encourage you that, I really believe that God wants to speak to you deeper than you've ever experienced before. It's just about having a listening ear, and open ear to what he wants to say to you. And I really believe that God wants to empower something in some of you in these moments. And I'd love to pray for you. You know, I might not be able to see your response in this moment. But, you know, more importantly, God can and God sees your heart. So I just encourage you just to open up your heart to God in this moment. Uh, just as I pray for God just to move. Yes, God, we, we thank you for, for who you are. God, we thank you that you are such a loving and giving God and that you want to give us this gift of prophecy. And God, I pray that you would ignite something special in people's hearts right now. God, that they would hear your voice clearer, clearly, more clearly than they've ever done before. That you give people dreams, visions, God, help people to come to you with a fresh, renewed sense of hope and faith. God, and we believe in that you're going to speak to us even deeper than we've ever experienced before. In the name of Jesus, amen.